trouble at mill for sheep and beef farmers. Now, here's a question for you. Is carbon farming still a thing? Or is Beef and Lamb New Zealand barking at cars using old, outdated figures? Let's ask the Chief Executive, Sam McIver. Is it still going flat out? Well, it looks like it has slowed a little bit in the last sort of six or eight months. And really, Jamie, that looks like it's around uncertainty, right? So obviously we have been advocating around this for a, for a considerable amount of time. You know, we have been talking about the government fiddling while rural communities are burning. And at last, I think, the government has um, started to figure that they've got it wrong. You know, the the point you've, you've just made is that, um, you know, New Zealand and Kazakhstan are the only two countries in the world that allow 100% offsetting. So we're an outlier here, and it's evident that the ETS, in terms of what New Zealand needs to achieve, where we want New Zealand to be, in the future is um, is not working. So this ETS review, the permanent category, reviews of that has certainly, um, I think, dampened down things in the last six or eight months or but so. But Sam, you've got a bit of a problem out there at the moment, and I'm talking about the industry. Poor returns, no other word for it for sheep and beef farmers. If they get sniff of a decent price from forestry or forestry slash carbon farming, some of them might hit the exit button. I, and I acknowledge that it is, um, you know, it is very difficult on the farm this year. And, you know, I've been talking to farmers through the last few weeks and there is no doubt that there is quite a bit of uh, red ink. You know, if you talk about uh, interest rate and inflation pressure on the cost side and then you talk about um, returns being subdued on the other side, then um, it is very, very challenging. What are you looking for from an incoming government? Uh, we're absolutely looking for action. So we do want some work on the amount of offsets that are allowed through the ETS. And we do want a government that actually takes a long-term view around uh, what's good for New Zealand, what's good for rural communities, uh, what's good for export revenue, uh, what's going to be good for the wealth of all New Zealanders. And our figures tell us, we, we've done this analysis, Jamie, if you go 25,000 hectares, a year, and you take it out, you know, 16 years, which is, is which is that sort of levelling of carbon returns. Um, we're talking about half a billion dollars at the farm gate lost revenue, and at the same time, 750 million dollars a year of lost export revenue. And and you gross that up, and we're we're talking of six billion dollars of lost income yeah, to the country. Well, ha- well, hang no. on, Sam. I, I agree that this land should be growing food, not four but twos. But the forestry people would say you get a better return per hectare for the nation growing trees than uh, having sheep and beef grazing the properties. Well, actually, the analysis we've done shows that forestry and sheep and beef farming are in the ballpark together. It is really this uh, artificial carbon market that drives up those returns substantially, right? So whether it's straight forestry or whether it's straight sheep and beef production, neither of those uh, industries can compete with what carbon is driving at the moment. The artificial carbon market is the issue. Yep, I agree. It's two bites at the cherry and I guess it makes forestry, even if you're just planting for production forestry, you're clipping the ticket on carbon credits on the way through, it makes it more attractive. Look, challenging times. You keep up the good fight. Sam McIver on behalf of Sheep and Beef Farmers. Thanks, Sammy.